And welcome back to another episode of Experience. We're back. This is our uh, review of Spider-Man into the... Oh, no. Cross Spider-Verse. Cross Spider-Verse, yes. Um, Originally part one. Yeah. Um, they, they pulled an Infinity War on us. Yeah, the second one's going to be its own movie, right? Yeah. Uh, comes out next March, right? Uh, yeah, March of next year. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is... Uh, how 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 do how do how do we talk about this movie without spoiling it? Because it's this is a very hard movie not to spoil, right? Yeah, and it's especially hard because I it is a little bit of a spoiler, but because this was originally a part two, there does there is a clear like cliffhanger cliffhanger sort of setting to it, right? Yeah, in the, in the same vein as Infinity War, I would say. Uh, where that one just kind of like, it just ends, right? Um, though I feel like some people are gonna be more annoyed with this one than it was for Infinity War, because it ends at such a high note. Well, it ends at what you know. Now, granted, if it continued on, like yeah. it would definitely feel a bit rushed, but oh no, of course, yeah, no, there's a reason why there's there's a part two, and I think there's also a reason why the second film is gonna be in its own uh, thing. Yeah. Um. But yes, across the Spider Verse, we are continuing Miles' story as Spider Man, as uh, more dimensional traveling, traveling as a foot. Uh, the spot, which is a very C tier, I'm probably giving it the wrong. You know, yeah, it's a very obscure Spider Man villain, right? Very obscure. My only uh, like reference to him was in the animated '90s cartoon. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and then that one, he dies. <laughs> Literally, the first episode shows up, he he comes in and he dies. Uh, but they they use his uh, his um, uh, his technology, the stuff that he does in this movie, uh, akin to. Uh, I'll get into that in a minute, right? <laughs> so, um, that which leads into uh, the eventual uh, meeting of Miles and the rest of the Spider, uh, group. I guess we can society. I guess is what the switch. A legion of spiders, if you, know? you will. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's basically the, the broad strokes of it. Uh, as we tend to do, we tend to give our, uh, one minute thoughts on, uh, this film. Uh, and then we go into a deeper discussion. Uh, again, this will be a non, uh, this will be a spoiler free. We will not be talking about that much about the movie. It's, and it will be hard for us because like, it, it it's, it's, it's kind of hard not to, but, uh, we'll start off with Joey. You'll give us our one, your one minute thought on this movie. Alright, so Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is, a, I, I will say that it's very, it lives up to, I think, the hype that a lot of people wanted from the, uh, you know, since the first Spider-Verse was such a good movie. Um, so it lives up to the hype. Uh, it's still beautifully animated, like seeing all these various characters with their own animation styles feels, and, you know, seeing all that transpire in this movie is great. Uh, Miles' journey seems to be a very, he's going to be on a very interesting journey about whether or not, you know, like, he's able to, like, you know, fit in with these new spider people as well as just figuring out his own place in, you know, this whole spider-verse, if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, and we see, and all the other characters that do show up, like Miguel O'Hara and, uh, Spider-Punk, all those guys are super interesting. I really do enjoy this movie. I think it is just 
Like, it's a great sequel and follow-up to the original Spider-Verse. All right. Uh, you went a little over, but pretty good sum, summer up. I, I guess that leads it to me. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. If you are a big Spider-Man fan, this is one of the movies to watch. Like, this is one of those movies that, whether or not uh, you feel like, you know, the live actions weren't hype enough or whatever reason... No, this movie lives up to everything you want. All the animation style, the animation styles across the board, are each different and unique to themselves, and are all fun and in, in their own very way. And you know their own way. The characters are also very well uh, written in a way that fits within the story. Uh, continuing themes come up from the first movie, and you know consequences from the first movie also continue on into this film. And so, uh, yeah, no. Again, if you are a big Spider-Man fan, there's a lot of stuff for you in there. Uh, there's lots of that I couldn't help but point out, and that's, you know, I, I, I felt like a kid again, and this story, and the story leaves you on such a high note that makes you, you know, can't wait for the next one. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, our thought. Now, where do we begin in our conversation? I guess uh, the first part is uh, Miles himself. Uh, at this point, he's a year into being Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, a year into being Spider-Man. Um, and already he's having a hard time dealing both uh, the life of, of a superhero and the life of a normal person. Yeah, like he, he, you know, he's obviously having to balance both of these responsibilities. Like he's uh, having these conversations about going to college. You know, like obviously he has issues with his parents as well. Like trying to like live this double life. You know, his dad's a cop and he's very sort of like having to like, you know, go behind their backs and stuff. And then they're like, hey, where do you always go on miles? Like it's kind of concerning you know uh a thing that peter has not had to deal with in such a long time um so it's 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 it's, uh, when i say it's his own journey it's very much that where he's um you know kind of doing his own thing but still trying to find that like nice like work-life balance um now whether or not he's successful in that is gonna be the point of the 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 what comes next in this film and in the next one. Right. Um, because there's a lot of like, things riding on him being that way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, we, have, we have an introduction of Miguel O'Hara and the rest of the Spider-Verse. What do you think about that? Um, from uh, the various Spider-People that do show up. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. Uh, I think he's very good. I think Oscar Isaac does great as Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, he... It's it's interesting how in the promotional material they kind of paint him as the villain, right? Um, well, obviously the villain is, is Spot, and um, but Miguel himself isn't as uh, he's he's antagonistic, but not in a I'm the bad guy kind of way. Yeah, because um, it's very much like uh, Miguel's whole thing. Is that he, you know he's the guy who brought all these five people together, pretty much to like maintain the multiverse, if you will. Yeah. Um. That's wh- which is why Spot is a big deal because he's uh messing with that. Yeah. And you know he's very much like we got to stop this guy. You know whatever you know. You know and obviously him and Miles comes to a head because of certain methods Miguel uses. And you know Miles is like, hey, that's not you know cool, man. And, you know, that they have, you know, their sort of disagreements. And yeah. that's sort of where we do see uh, Miguel being, like, antagonistic. Like, he's not 
like I would agree, yeah, he's not a bad guy in that sense, but yeah. he's he's pretty much like the means justify the ends kind of uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as someone who like who's read about who's read uh, on twenty ninety nine, Miguel, um, he is basically as faithful to the comics as he is because he's always been kind of known as like the asshole Spider Man, mm-hmm. and uh, more so than like he's kind of in the same vein as like Kane Parker. Or um, Ben Riley in some aspect. By the way, Ben Riley does show up, and I love how they make him basically uh, this like '90s uh, edge boy. Yeah, like he's a very angsty guy. You yeah. know, very sort of you know, like you know, he's a product of the '90s. Yeah, very he, brooding. Yeah, and not in a, but in a fun way, not like a a Batman kind of way. Yeah, he's like, oh, my past. Oh, it hurts. Uh, but yeah, no, you get a lot of that, but Miguel is always the, the headstrong one. Yeah, and so, like, seeing Miguel being the way he is, is not only fitting for the character, but his reasonings are very understandable. It actually kind of reminds me of some of the aspects that happened in the comics back when he was on, uh, he's on it. Uh, but I'm not going to go that deep into it, because it's not that important to the overall thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, we also see uh, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman. Very different, different Jessica Drew. Uh, same themes going on, but very different. Yeah, and um, Spider Punk, who's uh, interesting. Yeah, he's he's very much to the key. Yeah, like he even has this very sort of you know punk art style. Yeah, and how he's animated, like he's always like kind of changing like colors here and there and stuff. Yeah, like if you ever think about like the the punk aesthetic of uh the the seventies uh, and like. Uh, like the '80s uh, era, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like he's like like straight up like it feels like he's like being ripped by like various uh, album covers of like various uh, punk bands like the Sex Pistols and stuff like that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There's very much like an aspect of that. And then you got a uh, I forget his name, like his actual name, but he's basically Spider-Man India, right? Uh, uh. It's Peter Parker, but, like, in a very, like, Indian way. Yeah, like... And he's... Uh, one of those characters has a very much, like, a redesign. Because, like, um... He, he had a very much, like, a... Eastern kind of look to it, like... In, in the original comics. But, like, here they, they ramped it up. They made it more colorful and stuff. Yeah, he's a pretty interesting, cool guy. You yeah. Know? Um... Trying to think of other stuff. I mean, there's also various cameos of other, like... Yeah. Notable animated versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I think I remember seeing uh, the Unlimited. Yeah, like Unlimited was there. I saw him too. Uh, spectacular. Uh, the PS5 Spider-Man was in there. Yeah, like Insomniac Spider-Man. Yeah. He, he actually does get a line. And yeah. I think they actually just use his game model for like, they don't yeah. like re- make a reanimated version or like, because some of that stuff is like not like, a re- you know, Cause like I think um, with the uh, Spider-Man Unlimited, like it's just him, but like the three D model esque, yeah, kind of thing. But no, uh, with I'm pretty sure with the Insomniac Spider-Man, it's just his model from the PlayStation game, yeah, being voice acted, and you, you even get Yuri Lowenthal to do a line, which is pretty funny to me. Yeah, they even get a uh, Joss Keaton to do a line for, as a uh, the spectacular Spider-Man for the cartoon. Yeah, and like a little hint of like shit that could have happened in season three. But yeah. Um, no, this this is a probably like again, when I was saying earlier, there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, if you're a big Spider-Man fan, you'll notice. 
like to my surprise, they included um, one of the newer Spider People that was uh, in the comics. The 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 one that uh, was paraplegic. Uh, you you noticed her, but like you, I, I like how you didn't really notice that she was paraplegic, but she was like on the wheelchair with the little. Yeah, I just thought she yeah. might have been like Professor X kind of thing. You know? No, no, no. She's, she's like a Spider Man kind of like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but she's really cool. I really liked the introduction of her. She was really awesome. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going around. Uh, I, I want to talk more about it, but again, I can't be spoiling too much, right? Because it's, it's very hard for me not to spoil. Because there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I want to talk about, but I can't. Because <laughs> it's like, it, it wouldn't feel right. Because I want people who go out there and watch it to be blown away uh, just as much as I was. Yeah, because I'll say this right now, because I remember seeing comments about this whenever we saw like new clips coming out like these past couple weeks of yeah. Spider-Man, of Spider-Verse. People were being like, I think they're showing too much of the movie. They do not. No. You get, you're get you getting, like, the clips that are out there right now, like the promotional clips, are all of, like, you know, like the fan service kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the actual meat and bone of the story is still, like, very well hidden. And, like, once you learn... Like, the exact, like, disagreement that causes Miles to go, nah, this ain't me, man. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. You know? Um, to, you know, like, that, like, sort of, like, crux, that conflict. Yeah. Is, you know, is, like, the real, like, okay, this is, like, this is, this is big. This is, this is thematic. And then, it obviously, it's, like, leads into... The various yeah. consequences afterwards, and like now you're like, okay, so how is the next movie gonna go? Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of like uh like questions arise, and like possibilities that come out of this, uh because again it is a part one. It's technically it was supposed to be a part one. Technically it still is, but you know third movie is gonna be its own thing. Uh, it's this is like a, I hate to use this because it's one of those overused lines uh, when people talk about movies. Especially when it goes to a, a very good sequel, it's the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, where like the second one is a bit darker, puts our characters in a very like, uh, like at a low point. Yeah, and sets up like a all right, this next one is gonna be the one that like wraps things up. Yeah, that like puts you know. Yeah, yeah, and again, I'd hate to use that, but they're not wrong because like there's a lot of aspects in there. That made me go like, okay, I wonder if they'll do this. I wonder if they'll do that, kind of stuff. And I can't be hyping myself up too much because if it if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Right. Uh, not to say that this is a disappointing movie. This is a very good movie. It's like one of the best anime movies I think to come out in a long time, especially with like a lot of the artistic style that they wanted to go with, and a lot of the uh, you know flair that each that each Spider Man ha- kind of has. Like, there's a lot of stuff that. Especially when they go to their their respective universe, like uh, Pete, I think Peter, Patrick, uh, I can't say it. It's no, it's it's very hard. I, to I don't like to like mispronounce names. I don't like to butcher them. Years of hearing my name being butchered has ca- caused me like to be more, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I'm just gonna go with the uh, Spy- Indian Spider Man. Yeah, Indian uh, Indian Spider Man. Uh, he's still Spider Man, but yeah. Um. <coughs> Like, like, his world is so colorful and, like, vibrant. And it's, like, so amazing. And, like, we talked about earlier with, with uh, Hobby, uh, Spider-Punk. His is so, like, amazing. I can't wait to see his universe. 
and then like we go to like another universe where I can say what universe it is, but it's so dark and like like hopeless I would say, kind of thing. Uh, and then it fits that aesthetic for that world. When we get to like um, uh, you know Miguel O'Hara, Miguel O'Hara, it's very futuristic because that's kind of the point. It's twenty ninety nine, right? And it's it's kind of has its own flair to it. Now, um, what I mean by Miguel is antagonistic, that, like, he has a point. I can't, without going that much into it, I kind of understand where he's coming from, right? There, it's, it's an aspect of, like, okay, the, the chances of, like, you know, of this being for you, like, what you want, Miles, is unrealistic. Like, it's, it makes no sense. It's a very, like, things aren't always going to go the way you want them to. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Like, mm-hmm. he has to learn to live with, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right? And, like, he's not wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the, the, the folly of a, of, a, of a hero, right? That sometimes you can't be, like, saving everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's a hint of that in, in trailers and to the, some of the promotional stuff. But, again, you, you're not getting the meat and bones yet. Right. You're only getting an, the appetizer before you get to the entree. Um, but yeah, um, ha, Spot, he's not in it that much, I'm going to be honest. No, uh, he's not, but... Uh, he Lima, is service, serviceable to a T. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's a very... Because I think the funny thing is, like, you see, like, you feel like he's just kind of like a, a very jokey villain. Which he is. Yeah, but it's like one of those like oh, oh okay now he he's uh yeah okay now now is the point where he's like he stops being a joke oh, oh okay he's being serious oh oh okay oh wow oh Jesus Christ. oh oh crap and the way they uh, visually represent that is so cool he's probably one of my favorite animated uh, uh things in the movie yeah because like he's just a clear white space right and you can see like a little like lines of like. Like the circle, the circle and line stuff that people would, like, what artists would do, like to like sketch yeah, like, like the like skeleton, out, like yeah, a, yeah, like um, I love that. That was so cool, and so creative. I mean, yeah, and you know, his name is Spot, so because he has these like black spots that will appear yeah. on his body sometimes. They use it to like make little little portals, yeah, and stuff. But and again, like um, I've always known him mainly from the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. And in that, uh, he he was only there for one episode, uh. But I find it funny, right, that the 90s show was the one that came up with the idea of the Spider-Verse first, and now has come up with the 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 connection of Spot as well. So this, this is what I was talking about earlier, right? So like in the 90s, in the 90s cartoon, towards the end of the season, of uh, the final season, right, uh, there's like uh, Adam Webb's like, okay, Peter, I'm going to have you uh, st- go to this universe, this alternate universe. You turn bad. You you, you fuse with the Carnage symbiote uh, because uh, for a reason a portal appeared that was the same portal that was developed by Spot, right? That had the Carnage symbiote. So now there's Spider Carnage, right? right. And you're gonna team up with all these different Spider-Men from different universe. Also, there's Ben Riley. <laughs> He's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm a clone of you. Remember that one dude? Yeah, I remember that dude. Fuck that dude. Yeah, and I think there's a Iron Spider kind of like before yeah. Iron like the Iron Spider suit was a thing. Yeah, it was like a like a, a medieval knight kind of looking thing. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it's just, it's just kind of funny how the '90s Spider-Man like predated all this shit. 
Well, I mean, yeah, uh, it is kind of like one of those like little neat, uh, yeah. like, uh, fan like, um, knowledge things, you know, yeah. where it's like, you know, technically, you know, the uh, '90s Spider-Man was the first to do a weird like multi crossover thing of different Spider-Men. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a. It is kind of neat to see that. Yeah. Um, but going back to Spot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. He's he's one of those char- He's a character that is done in a way where it's like, holy crap! Um, this is a really cool, like reinterpretation of the character that's like not only modern but also makes him much more interesting, right? Um, because like I said, he's not that important in the comics. Mm-hmm. My again, my only knowledge of him was in the '90s cartoon, which is why seeing all this made me go like. Oh, yeah, they did do that. Oh, I like how they connected that. That's cool. But they made him more of a threat here. And, again, we won't go into it as to why he, became, he becomes more of a threat. But, like, let's just say when he becomes, like, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Oh. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's bad. Right. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to go in with? Um... I will say uh, there yeah. is a. Not to say that this is something that uh, I uh, am against, but it is kind of interesting that they are pushing a uh, a bit of a romance subplot with uh, Miles and Gwen. Yeah, yeah, I've so I've never been a fan of that romance, um, mostly because it always felt kind of weird to me mm-hmm. right like not 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 to say like spider-man uh, and gwen stacy can't be a thing together right uh no it's it's i'm totally fine um what if like a you know uh different universe uh gwen and like I, like i've heard all of it right i heard all of the weirder weird like thought processes for me it's just really weird because it's like putting gwen in this really weird spot right as a character Right. Where she's kind of like the center of like all the romances. Granted, this is a multiverse storyline, so it kind of like makes a little sense, but it's kind of weird, right? I mean, Gwen herself yeah. makes a statement of like, you know, Gwen Stacy always gets involved with Spider-Man somehow, but it usually, but it almost always never ends up going, uh, you know, well. Yeah, no, uh, her Peter died. Um, we all know what happened with Gwen. <laughs> Yeah, we all know what happens in Gwen in, in most Spider-Man stories. Yeah. She is, like, you know, she dies and is yeah. one of the various catalysts of, like, yeah, Spider-Man can't save everyone, not even his girlfriend. Yeah. You know? And, and just giving her this kind of, like, role, I always felt, especially for, like, with Miles, right? It always feels, it feels kind of, like, kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it feels like it's, it's making... Gwen, a really like weird, um, like it defaults like the uh, yes. once like main female uh, character we have to just being like also love interest, right? Yeah. Now, granted, she has actually she has more of a agency in this movie, so I'm not against like the character, right? This isn't the same Gwen as it is in the comics and all that stuff, but it's always weird to me when they 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 like. They have they kind of put her in this weird romance aspect, right? Because even in the the original like um, Spider Verse comic, right? 
Peter's like, Gwen, I can't, I can't let you do this. Like, you know, I was like, Peter, I know I lost my Peter. I know how it feels, but I'm still going to fight. Right. Right. Like, that's still kind of weird to me. Right. Like, it's like, Peter, come, that's not the same Gwen. <laughs> Dude, come on. Like, it's, it feels kind of weird. It's like, it's like this weird attachment thing. Again, this is not me on the character. This is me how it's kind of like weirdly. I think what made it weird for me was the fact that they also kind of like are sort of making it a love triangle. Even though like, like I don't know, they're kind of half-hassing like a love triangle with uh, Spider-Punk, Spider, you know, with Gwen and Miles. Because like, like, they make notes of like, Oh yeah, no. She's been hanging out with the spider home. You know, they, they crash. She crashes at her place, his place all the time. You know. Like, what do you mean by crashing at his place? Like, yeah, you know. It's like, what do you mean you left this true? Like, you, you know, you're like you left your toothbrush back there. I'll say, what do you mean you left? You left this toothbrush back there. What, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. A lot of that. And it's it's like, like, oh my god. Yeah, I like. I'm glad it's not that big of a thing because I know from what I remember hearing, like. That there was gonna be something like that, I'm like, oh, please don't let this be like a running storyline or something. Like a running gag that that happens all the time, and like it's kind of like, thankfully, a bit toned down, but it's still kind of. I think that's what made it weird for me. Like, okay, so you're getting, all right, so you're implying that you know there might be a thing between Miles and Gwen. Okay, I I guess I can live with that. But now you're trying to spin it with a love triangle thing just to make the audience feel like, oh, you know, like who to root for. It's like. Why? Why did you gotta do that? Yeah, it puts Gwen in a weird spot. Yeah, like, cause it's like she's always been relegated as the girlfriend that died. Yeah, now we're putting her once again. It just like, oh yeah, she's just dating spider people. Yeah. Why can't you just be her own? You know. It's it's really weird. Yeah. Like again, I'm not against the. I I like the character in the movie. She's really cool. It's just really weird how we're kind of doing this, right? It's and it's not hurting my my opinion of the movie actually. Yeah, like strangely enough, that like that this criticism, yeah, is not even like like it doesn't hurt the experience of the movie. It doesn't. It's just a very sort of interesting like that is an odd thing for this movie to have, and I'm just kind of wondering where this is gonna go in the next one. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of things that leave you... And this is what I'm saying. It leaves you wanting more. Because, like, in my mind, with all that's happening, it's like, oh, what if, like, they do this instead of this? Because, like, without going too much into spoilers, let's just say the the reason for um, things happen is, like, one of those things where, oh, you know, maybe, you know... It, it connects very well with the first movie, right? Because of the, situ- the events that happened in the first movie. Yeah, like, uh, let's just say that part of the reason why things are the way they are is because of, like, you know, the aftermath of the first movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, messing with the multiverse in the first movie with the, uh, you know, the particle collider by Kingpin has essentially created a ripple effect that, uh, you know, in, in this movie, mm-hmm. we kind of see the consequences of that ripple effect. Yeah. And, like, they, did, they do things that I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice that in the movie. Or, like, I didn't think of it. 
I thought it was something else, but now it means something else. And I'm just like, oh my god, right? So again, like, like we were talking earlier about the Gwen stuff, like that doesn't deteriorate from my enjoyment of the movie. Actually, uh, it's more of a, like a weird footnote, right? Right? And like to go along, what we were saying a, a second ago about like how, like the movie kind of like work is is still well written. So at the point you kind of ignore it or like really don't think about it, but like it leads it, the way it's set up, the way it like transitions from the you know from the first movie to this one and where it could go, kind of like leaves me want makes me going like, what could happen, right? Because you and me have were like on the way back from the watching it, we we're both like, where could they go, right? What if they do this? What if it means that that this could happen? Or like you know all this crazy stuff. Like like they they are. This is one of those. This is a movie that does the idea of the multiverse and runs with it in a way that makes it a lot more interesting than like I feel like other multiverse stories have done in like live action or like in other mediums, right? Right. Like a lot of them have do, do it in a really cool way. This one's a newer, is a very different and a really like cool way. I'll just say that, right? Uh, I think that's about as much as I can say. Oh, the music was good. The, the animation styles, again, are fantastic. There, are, There's a lot of uh, frames where you can go, I could use that as a wallpaper. Oh, hell yes. They're, and like just like the first one, like where they're like, yeah, if you like stop it at a certain like frame, you can see how like we like layered it to be like a comic book. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see a speech bubble right there where that dude is talking, right? I like like there. There's enough like space on that one area where I can see a speech bubble. Heck, there were some speech bubbles that were popping up sometimes. Heck, there was even like some uh, like little like the asterisks, asterisks that like explain some things. Yeah, like I think Spiderpunk makes like a like this like slang reference, yeah. and you're kind of just like, wait, what? And it, for a quick like second or two, pops up. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know. Yeah. Because he's British, like, oh, that's British slang for this. And it's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So there's, there's quite a bit of that in, in this movie, which, I mean, I, I, I will say might be distracting for some audiences. Yeah. But for the most part, at least for me when I was watching it, they were just kind of like, oh, that's kind of neat. It, 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 be, it, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, ex- it makes the experience much more inter- uh, engaging, in my opinion. Because they really made it feel like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what a lot of people said about the first one. And now they just ran it with it in this one. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's as much as I can say. Um, all I can, all I want to say is that I don't know where the next one's going to go. Because they leave it in such a way. And they, they introduce a lot of stuff that made me go like, Wait, does that mean... <sighs> if they do that, that'd be nuts. That would be nuts, right? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Um, there's also like small like indicators of like MCU Spider-Man. Well, I mean, there from the trailer we know that they do mention uh, the events of No Way Home. You yeah. Know, of you know uh, Miguel being like, hey, don't get me started with that Doctor Strange and the nerd from Earth, you know, one nine 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 and stuff. You know, yeah. like. Those idiots messing with the time the multiverse. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit more. And I mean, I'm just like, I, like there's, there's that, and also like, solid mentions of uh, 
the other like live action Spider Spider Man movies, like we don't get like a full like Toby cameo or Andrew cameo. I'll say that right now. Yeah, we're not getting that. Yeah, they don't they don't show up and like hunt down Miles and stuff. There's none of that, but we do get to see like little references to them. Yeah, this is the Spider Verse. They're 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 including everyone. Including those two, those those guys. Yeah. Uh, but don't expect anything too much. That's that's all we're gonna say. Like I don't expect much from say like as much it was as much as it would be cool for a uh, Tom Holland cameo as the MCU Spider Man. I'm pretty sure that given Marvel's and Sony's deal, yeah, with how they're using. Spider-Man, like, they can't really use Tom, like, for stuff without, like, the uh, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios approval kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm, I kind of get it why, I kind of get why. Uh, but yeah, I, so, I think this is a good place to end it, right? I, I want to talk more, but they're not, they're not be going into spoiler. I mean, we can wrap up with yeah. uh, our yeah. scores, you know? Yeah, so you go first. What, what is your score for this movie? I, I, I'm i going to say that this movie gets like a 9 out of 10 from me. And I think the only reason why I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 is just simply um, because it does kind of leave... And on a bit of a cliffhanger, like we knew that was happening, though. I know, I like, I knew that was gonna happen, but I think for me, like, you, I think the difference between yeah. this and say something like Infinity War, like Infinity War ends on yeah on a cliffhanger, but it feels so like it has like a bit of finale, yes, finality okay, yes, to it. I understand what you're saying. Like yeah. this part of the story has wrapped up. Yeah, you know. This this part of the story had its own three act structure, and had a conclusion. It's just that the conclusion is that Thanos snaps half of the universe away. Our yeah. heroes have lost. Thanos is sitting, you know, comfortably on a grateful universe as the sun sets. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. As as he wanted it. As he wanted to. As yeah. he, you know. Meanwhile, this movie, not going to spoil obviously the ending, but it leaves in a you know, in an obvious like, hey, okay. Um, there is more stuff to come. There is a lot of stuff that's about to go down. They, they confirm there's it's gonna be more crazier the next one. Yeah. So you know, all this stuff's gonna go down, and we'll see you in March. Yeah. Um, for me, in my heart of hearts, ten out of ten. But if I'm being uh critical. I would have to agree on a 9 out of 10. Everything that we just said um, was perfect. It was done so well. Uh, the, char- the the story arcs, the character relationships, the art style, the visuals. My God, I was going crazy. I loved it. Uh, the, the, the references, the connections to the comics. And, and everything about it was done so well. I wanted more. And I knew it. And just because it leaves in a cliffhanger, is it shouldn't be a negative. 
it shouldn't. But I kind of understand why some people are like, it's almost perfect. It's almost. Or it is perfect. Right? right. I can understand why it's, it's those two camps. For me, it's perfect, but it's it, it's it's missing. I need to see the second movie to complete it, right? It's like when you watch Infinity War, you're like, I want to see I want to see what's next. I can't, you know. Right. I can't give my full thoughts until I see the whole thing. Right? And like obviously people have different opinions on that kind of stuff, but like for me, yeah, 9 out of 10 makes perfect sense. I can't wait for more though. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for March. Yeah, I mean, I can't either. Uh it's going to be very interesting to see how this story wraps up, you know. Yeah. I I hope that they all come together and fight the big bad. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. It might happen, but it's going to be a bit of a struggle to get there, and I want that struggle to be there. But, uh, yeah, guys, that's the end of the episode. Be sure to follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I think you Centurions. We're most active on our Instagram, where you'll find a link tree to all the podcasts that we're officially part of, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like. And we have a link to the YouTube where you'll find a, uh, us there. Uh, you be sure to comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And you have a Patreon for anyone who wants to support us. Yeah, that's our thoughts on Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, just go watch it. Because, like, again, I, I want to talk more about it. But I can't because I, I don't believe in spoiling it for some people, right? Like, I, I would love to talk about this movie, like, full-heartedly. I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Anyways, be your boy, Eli. Me, Joe. Yeah, guys have a good one. Peace.